for our diving Hope comes and stops us in our tracks Bravely we prove in our striving Trudging together each day Where there's a will, there's a way Hello everyone and welcome to Raw Recovery Tuesday edition. Today we have John. It'll be Raw Recovery with John and that's a J-O-N, John. Uh, John, <laughs> welcome to the show. Um, I got to know you a little bit beforehand, um, but as, otherwise everything's going to be a surprise to me. But thank you for taking your time this Sunday morning on your day off um, to spend hey, some time good with good us. I'm sorry? No, not a problem. Good to be here. Yeah, we we appreciate you uh, taking your time and and uh, come on. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Where you uh, where'd you grow up at? Um, I was born and raised in Colorado, um, okay. down in the Lakewood area. All right. Um, so did did, uh, did you go to Abraham Lincoln? No, I went to Jefferson. Okay. All right. And not Thomas Jefferson. Just, uh, okay. Jefferson. Yeah, yeah. I forgot that there's a difference. Uh, yeah. I only asked because I was the drug and alcohol counselor at Abraham Lincoln High School. So I'm like, I'm I don't know. <laughs> you never know in this wild, wild, wild world, man. So what was yeah. it like growing up in, in Colorado for you? It was OK, um, you know, for the most part, my. My family is really close. Um, we uh um, I pretty much lived in a, a motel my whole entire life. Okay. So the, the struggles, the struggles of money and everything were, were really, really evident early on. Okay. And still are really. Okay. Yeah. We actually so, talked about that a little bit before we came on here. Um, now, uh, does that mean that you moved around schools a lot and stuff too? Or did no, you manage to kind in of the same school? I went to one elementary. Okay. All right. One, one school. So yeah, I actually, I don't know. My daughter actually had several friends uh, whose families were in that situation in high school. Um, and just, wow, man, good. I, I have to say good on you getting through that. That's a lot of trauma and things to go through as a kid and then kind of come out on top. How old are you now? If you don't mind me asking. I'm 38. 38 okay uh, but and, yeah, and don't take this wrong you look a lot younger <laughs> maybe i can't see the gray in the beard <laughs> but oh, there's, um, gray. there's gray in there yeah, is okay. there okay um yeah yeah so what kind of started you on your path for drinking then i'm going to kind of open it up and let you take over from here well um i don't know I, my first drink was when i was about 12. okay um so, uh, yeah, it was my first, uh, me and my buddies got together and his sister bought us in forties. And okay. so we drank that 40. And so I really didn't, but then the, I got drunk and said, I'm never going to do this again. Okay. Cause and, of the hangover you know, or you just didn't thing. feel good or. Yeah. The whole puke. Yeah. The, yeah. The whole puking thing and everything. So, um, so then, you know, I really didn't drink much in high school. Um, maybe every now and then on the weekends. Um, I dated a girl in high school and she was, she was a, 
I don't want to say goody tissue, but tissue, but uh, she kind of kept me out of trouble. Yeah. Um, and so, and I was, I was a ball player, a baseball player and, and okay. sports guy. So I had to get, you know, I was pretty good, you know, at school and you know, at sports. Sure. So I stayed away from, from alcohol and all that stuff. And yeah, all the, until, all the drug heads, you know, all the smokers and stuff like me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah we, we call them the North parking lot people. There you, yeah. I'm so. a North parking lot people. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so it didn't, my, you know, and then I had a, I had a scholarship to go to college in Kearney, Nebraska for okay. baseball. And my girl broke up with me and I stayed Ouch. and that's when it pretty much got to the point where I became a really big, uh, marijuana user. Okay. A pothead. Okay. And so, and I still wasn't really into the whole drinking thing. I mean, I'd have, I'd have a couple beers every now and then but it didn't really take effect until i turned 21 okay and so and that's when i started that's when i started working concrete construction ah okay and and yeah, that's, that's a when that's a different world isn't it yeah it is it's it's different than and you know my dad he you know my dad was is a functioning alcoholic okay you know he he gets up and goes to work every day and um, and so I thought I could do the same thing, mm-hmm. you know, and it, but it pro- progressively got harder and harder and, mm-hmm. and, you know, waking up and trying to, trying to get your day going with the hangover and all that. But, you know, that was, a, you know, that lasted for about, tell us about 25. Okay. And that's when the obsession came every morning I had to drink. Mm before I went to work. Okay. So this was a pretty slow progression for you. Yeah, it was, you know, it wasn't, you know, it didn't, it didn't come fast, but you know, alcohol does run in my family and my dad has five DUIs. Wow. Okay. So I, I knew, I knew of alcoholism. Mm-hmm. And my dad was in the program um, of AA 25 years ago when he okay. got his fifth. So, but I thought, you know, as long as I don't drink and drive, I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was the example, the, the example that you set for yourself. That's what dad does. If I do that, I've gone too far. Yeah. So, so then it became, you know, every day, you know, after work, I go to the bar and spend, you know, I, I I say all the time I got paid on, on Friday and I'd Mm -hmm. be broke by Sunday. Yep. And and that was my that was my cycle. Is yeah. I work all week and and it goes straight to the liquor store or the bar. Mm-hmm. There's. Um, I've never, I've never lived on my own. Okay. I always lived with my parents. All right. And when I, when I was out of a job, I didn't. I've never paid rent here. Okay. And, you know, that's kind of you know that's kind of depressing to say, but that was just that's just hey, the way it was. But you know what? Life is life's terms, man. We don't know the whole story. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. My wife does all the work too. <laughs> I get it. I'm unemployable, dude. <laughs> yeah, I am. Well, I I stayed I stayed. My uncle owns the concrete business, so okay. You know, I, he's never he's never strayed away from me. Like you know, black you know, kicked me out of the, the business at all. But yeah, I'd go to my my benders and whatnot, and and I wouldn't I wouldn't return for a while. Uh huh. 
and then when I wanted, when I needed to work again, he'd give me back and and put me to work, and he'd always say, "Well, you can't drink in the morning. You can't come to work smelling yeah. like booze." Yeah. And those are the rules. Those are the rules, and well, you know, here I am, all liquored up again. Yeah. And he tell me, he tell me he can't do it no more, and so. Mm-hmm. Good, good on your um, uncle though to kind of put that in your way. That that was, I think, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing you should know is my my grandpa died of cirrhosis at thirty six. Wow. And that was my uncle's best friend. Yeah, that's very very young for cirrhosis. So and and so he he you know he kept telling me you're going to turn into your grandpa. And yeah. I, you know ah nah nah. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. But so, but then you know, and then I got my D. Then I got my DUI when I th- when I turned thirty years old on my birthday. Okay. And so, um, and if this is not a wake up call, my blood alcohol was point three nine two. Whoa! Wow! And uh, <laughs> and I was coming back from the liquor store at eleven forty five. Yeah, I'm surprised they let you buy it. Well, you you probably seem normal. Yeah, I knew the them. I knew the liquor store guy pretty good, ah, but that was okay. just another that that was just another typical Friday mm-hmm. night. Um, I haven't told the police officer I'm just getting started. <laughs> <laughs> and you weren't kidding either. That's why we're laughing. It's kind of a nervous laugh. Yeah, I wasn't kidding at all. No, I was mm. like, you see that thirty pack in that bottle of Kentucky Deluxe right there? Mm-hmm. I'm not done yet. Yeah. So <laughs> take me home, man. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, but you didn't go home. But did yeah, you? I, no, I did not. I spent five days in detox. Okay. Um, uh, my blue triple zero is like in the second day, but from my, my from my shakes and my, my mm-hmm. tremors, your they, blood pressure was too me. high. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they did. They didn't let me go. Um, so when I finally got out of there, I went straight to the liquor store. Mm-hmm. So that's what we do. Um, and then when I got in front of the judge, they uh, they told me not to drink two days before the, I go see the judge. Ooh, and ow. so I, and so, so my eyes can be all clear eyed and, and my head be clear. And mm-hmm. well, I went I went to court and my and the DA had me blow in a thing and it was point point one nine. Mm-hmm. Which so is normal for me, you. Yeah, Actually. it was nothing. It was nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you asked me to show up. Yeah, that that would be normal to me. I need two beers to be even. Even, even yeah. kill, man. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to go in there shaking. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be even worse. So, yeah. And so they put an ankle bracelet on me for four and a half months. Okay. So I was sober for four and a half months. And then when they took that ankle off me, the very next day, I was drinking again, mm-hmm. and I couldn't see base, and so I said, "Forget probation," mm-hmm. and I went on the run for six and a half years. Wow. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, and all that was was a drunken. I don't even remember. All I remember yeah. was sitting in my room and getting drunk every day. Every day for years and years. Yeah. For years and years. And, mm-hmm. and, so then I, and is I, it, I try it, in my room. Cause it's kind of hard for me to bring up that time in my life too. 
Um, do you go through that where it's just like I had these little bits of memories, but man, I just can't recall anything I did. I don't recall anything. If, if I did anything, I don't. Yeah. I don't think I did anything yeah. to, to recall. Yeah, that's scary <laughs> that stuff, me... man. That scares the crap out of me. Yeah. Glad I, don't glad I got out of it. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you look great today. I know that. I'm getting, oh. I'd like to hear what happened to you. All right. Well, um, it came, uh, like I'd cry in my room at nighttime right. saying, you know, how, how, how do I, how do I get over this? I know I can't get a job because of my warrant. I can't live a normal life because of my warrant. Uh-huh. I can't do anything because of this freaking warrant. And if I get this, if I, if I, and so it came down to making a decision. And so my grandma, late grandma, she passed away about 10 years ago. Okay. And it was her birthday, April 10th. Okay. And we all sing happy birthday, even, even if you're alive or yeah. dead. Yeah. You know, happy birthday. So me and my family got together and we sang happy birthday. Aw. And I was, pretty, I was pretty drunk, but, you know, I came back in my room and I cried and, 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 you know, if you want to call it prayer or whatever. I, sure. But, but my, I know for, you know, the feeling that came over me was my grandma. And she told me that she, it was my grandma's husband that died of cirrhosis. I'm gonna start mm -hmm. crying. Okay. Um, it was my 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 grandma's husband that died of cirrhosis, and she told me she didn't want me up there yet. And so yep. I yelled from my room, and I told my mom to call the cops. And at first, they thought I was just drunk, and yeah, they thought you were being crazy. Sure. And so they didn't call, and I kept I kept yelling because I wasn't gonna call them myself um, because I I. You know, thought about it, and finally she said, "John, they're here." And so I, I stood up and I grabbed my tall boy and I took my drink and I said goodbye. Mm -hmm. And that was my last drink. Wow. Um, wow. I don't know if you call that a, a spiritual something, but it was. I would call it a spiritual experience. I would. Um, Pretty so sudden she, one, she, dude. Yeah. It was, you know, and I was just done living the way I was living. Um, Good on you. Something had to be, something had to be, had to be different, had to be different than yeah. what I was doing. And because I, you know, and, and so I, I spent 10 days in jail and okay. my dad came pick picked me up from jail and, and well, the, the judge when it was the same judge that I've had. And good, so. Was, good. <laughs> That's actually so, a good thing. And so. But the DA, the DA is like, well, he's going to give you a year because mm -hmm. I provoked my, my, provoked my probation three times. And yeah, and she goes, he's going to give you a year. And I said, I can't do a year. I said, there's no way. And I said, I got to just, my mom's disabled. And I said, I got okay. a disabled mom at home and I got to take care of her. And she goes, plainly right, looked right me in the eye and said, have you seen what you look like? <laughs> you can't even take care of yourself. But. Yeah. Wow. What a heck of a <laughs> so, DA, man. <laughs> yeah, so I said, well, can you at least ask him? And so she asked, and he granted me my probation. Wow. And so he said, but if I see you in my courtroom again, well, you know. Yeah, you're done. What's going to happen? Mm -hmm. And I said, I said, you'll never see me again. And, he, and I, um, I'm going to put a bet down. He's never seen you again, except for maybe no, your ninth step. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So freaking, so, I got, I get chills from this stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. My probation got over 
um, October 17th. So I'm off of paper now. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Yeah, what does it feel yeah. like not what, having what, that what, warrant over your head anymore? Oh man, it's different. It's 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 like a whole different world that I don't, I can't describe it. Yeah. Um. It's it's a little scary, but I I know I have my higher power and I know I have God and and I know I have people around me that will keep me accountable for my my you know. Because if I didn't if I didn't have the fellowship, I don't think I would be here. So. Which brings me, which brings, which, brings, which brings me to my dad picked me up from jail. He goes, "Now what?" Okay. And I said, "I said AA." Nice. Because my dad knows about it, and my dad, my dad goes, "Well, if you weren't going to say it, I was going to say it." Mm-hmm. Um, goes because I'm not going to enable you no more. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to watch you watch you kill yourself anymore. Yeah. And so, um, it was, it was just you know, all around and. Then, I walked into walked into my homeroom and and it you know it was it was tough, mm-hmm. but you know I need it needed to be done, um, and I haven't looked back since. Yeah. Oh. So, um, how much time do you have now? You it sounds like you probably close to two years. I'm coming up on, yeah, I'm coming up on six hundred days tomorrow. Oh. 600 days tomorrow. Wow. Right on. That is a long time for a hopeless drunk to be sober. Yeah. I I still, um, my mom, my mom values my sobriety too. And and I told her, her her that last night she goes (laughs) and she starts crying. And and for a guy that, you know, (laughs) every, every waking second of my life or my past, you know, my past, you know, was how do I get alcohol? Yeah, in my system, no matter mm-hmm. what kind of alcohol it was, how do I get it in my system to function? Yeah. Um, for not to have that in six hundred days, I don't understand. Yeah, that has to be a higher. That has to be God. That, that's just it. Yeah. You know, he he kept me alive. He kept me alive long enough for me to wake up. Yeah, I think it'd be pretty cool if you went back to that DA and said, "Hey, I can take care yeah. of her now." Look at me yeah, now, I can yeah, do yeah. it. And I bet that DA yeah. would be like, yes, I made a right decision. I made yeah. a good decision. Um, I love going back to professionals that were trying to help me and did something for me and saying, what you did worked. I will not be wasting your time anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good idea. She probably won't recognize me, but. <laughs> probably not. That's what's great about it. <laughs> And yeah, the thing is, is, is if they would have gave me that year in jail, I would not. I I, I would have got out and went back back to what I was doing. Yeah, I, I, I know that for a fact. I think so too. You had to be given the chance. Sometimes we need to be given the chance, and and I don't always think that tough love is the answer. Sometimes we need to alleviate what's going on so that person has a chance to go do what they need to do. In this case, take jail out of the equation so that you can go to AA and work on that. The judge said, if I see you here again, because he already knows you're either going to make it or you're not. And he know he doesn't want to see you again. Yeah. He really doesn't. No. no. So what's it like for you today? Yeah, I should. Good. I mean, it's, it's a, you know, I wake up every morning and 
I wake up and don't come to, and that's yeah. that's the thing. And I go to work and I come home and I'm able to take care of my mom. Um, you know, help dad with the bills. Uh huh. Um, he bought. He finally got. We finally got a house. He finally bought a house up here in Thornton. Okay. Um, it's our first house. In Congratulations. The so. Yeah. Yeah. He told. He told me when we first moved up here, when I was still drinking, that this house is going to be yours. And I said, Yeah, okay. <laughs> and so. Uh, but no, I understand it now. And yeah. No. Yeah. Getting, I understand it now, but at yeah. that time, I didn't understand anything. Yeah. Sometimes, so, sometimes we don't understand things without age. You know, it's just, yeah, you just don't know it yet. So, yeah. but that is that is fantastic. So, I'm, I'm presuming you're still hitting meetings. You talk to your sponsor. Well, How do you keep yourself sober, man? Every day I go to a meeting. Every day, God willing, I go. You know, mm-hmm. I, you know, the five thirty after work every day is important for me. Because that's where I, you know, come home or go to the bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you replacing know, that drink, bar time. And then, you know, drink my boss away. My, yeah, replacing that bar time. And, and drink my, my cousin works with us. He's my uncle's son. He's very difficult to work with. Okay. Um, but I used to go drink him away after work. Or after, yeah. Go yeah. Drink him away and, and so now, now, I, now I got a daily reprieve. I can go to a meeting and, and meet with, you know, friends and, and my sponsor and, and talk talk it out before, yeah. instead of going, you know, drinking them away. Yeah, you can drinking all you, my problems away. Yeah, you go you go talk to your sponsor, do a tenth step, and move on with your day, and go help somebody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's how we do it. Yeah, AA intentionally set meeting times for things like happy hour. There's yeah, a reason why there's a it. yeah. Oh um, yeah, and a lot of them are called happy hour. Yeah, we did that intentionally on us, you know, because yeah. we got to keep it. You know, for us, we got to keep these things very very simple. Um, for our overeducated minds that we think we have. <laughs> yeah, my uncle, my uncle even says we got to get out of here. We got to get John to happy hour, and yeah. that is so profound that he he understands that that's very important to me. Yep. Well, and it means something entirely different now. You know, oh, it's um, entirely different. And and what's cool is you know um, you get to you get to a point where let's say if I have a bad day or whatever. Uh, maybe a couple of my old behaviors popped up or whatever. People don't think I went back to drinking. They might be like, hey, Dion, you know, is everything okay? Maybe you should get to a meeting. You know, where before we've been like, oh, Dion's drinking, you know, but that, that, uh, oh, yeah, that is just not there anymore. And that is the coolest freedom mm-hmm. in the whole world. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I agree. And- I appreciate it. I'm sorry, what were you saying? Oh, my, sometimes, even a couple of times my cousins have said, you need to go to a meeting, but Yeah. And so, <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I, stop pissing me off. Uh, yeah, yeah, stop pissing me off and I won't have to do a 10th step on you, all right, buddy? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if you would stop controlling my feelings, I might get over this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it, it's cool though, because nowadays, and we're laughing at that because we know that we need to change ourselves, but we're okay with that now. In fact, uh, us, that's exciting. Exciting. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. I can do something about that. You're my cousin. I can't do nothing about that, but I can change who I am for sure. Exactly. So, so do you have any, exactly. uh, you have any words of wisdom, last parting words for our audience? I'm um, just, uh, 
you know, if you're having, if you're struggling out there, just uh, and want something different, um, surrender to surrender to win, man. Surrender to win. Yep. I mean, surrender to win. I like how you put that. I, yep. Um, Every person that's come on here and you guys listen to is surrendered. Mm -hmm. Surrendered to win. And at first, I didn't understand that, but I understand mm -hmm. it completely now. Yeah. Surrender to surrender to win. That, yeah, and I think that's a great parting thought uh, on surrender is surrender takes time, guys. It takes time, right? So um, first off, John, thank you very much for coming on um, and, and taking your time with us. Um, you know, uh, and what was I touching on? I got so involved in that that um, you know, when it was Sunday. Anyway. <laughs> what was the word john what, what word did we say surrender. surrender thank you it would just bug me and as soon as i stopped it would, so yeah surrender our first surrender that we do is letting go of the alcohol the drugs things like that but then we get to a point where we need to surrender pretty much everything in our lives so you only have to change one thing and that's, and that's everything, everything. Yeah. right we all said it to here guys so um, I'd like to do something a little bit different today. Do you guys mind if we go out on the Lord's Prayer? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. It's Sunday. Let's go out on the Lord's Prayer here. Joe, why don't you unmute and join us? All right. That way in our audience can join us too. So it starts out, our Father, who art in heaven. In heaven. Hallowed be, hallowed thy, be name. thy name. Thy kingdom come. Kingdom come. Thy, thy will, will be, be done. done. On earth, on earth as, as it is, is in heaven, as Dion goes over here. <laughs> Give us this day, Give us our, this daily day bread, our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we, as we forgive, forgive those, those who trespass against, against us. And lead, and lead us, us not into temptation, temptation, but deliver us from deliver evil. From evil. For thine is the kingdom. And the power, power and, the glory, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Keep coming Amen. back. It Keep coming hurts. back. Oh, I'm sorry. That's old AA. That's how we <laughs> used to say it back in the day. Keep coming back. It hurts. That's all we yep. said. <laughs> so fantastic. Thank you, everybody, for being on. Jill, thanks again for getting us our, our speaker. Um, I'd like to leave you guys with a little bit of, of hope. It doesn't matter. How much time? Let's say you have six days today. You're a, you're a walking fucking miracle, man. Yeah. You are. Um, I was talking with a guy yes, just yesterday. He's like, I don't feel like I can help anybody. I'm like, oh, you have all this knowledge. Screw the fact that you have six days. Go be nice to yourself and help somebody else. Got a message from last night. Thank you. You know, just one little difference. One little, one little change. So instead of going to the bar at 5.30, you go to a meeting um, and we just do things differently. I don't wake up and drink alcohol anymore. I wake up and I talk to God. I find somewhere in there where I belong and I start my day. John, thank you again very much for being on. You're welcome. This was Tuesday's thank version. Thank you guys for doing what you guys are doing. Thank you. I appreciate that. I really do. We, we hear that a lot and I want you guys to know, put it back on. It's all about our speakers. We're just here, which is cool. Yeah. Um, in other words, none of us are going to take credit. It's all God's. 
it's all God. I was just going to say that. Yeah, yeah it's all not, God. No one in this room is going to take any credit. So thank you, God, for letting us do thank this. Everybody have a great day. This has been Raw Recovery with John, hosted by your one and only Dion Miller. Have a day.